calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Let's hang out And let's talk about what lessons are found And let's listen to two lesbian shouts Let's hang out Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let's Hang Out, the podcast with those two lesbians that you've missed all summer. Oh, and I've missed everyone too! <laughs> From the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. And from the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and welcome to the first episode of Season 2, 2018. Ugh, 2018 has blessed us all in so many ways that we need to talk about and celebrate them all with you. To those of you who are just joining us from Season 1, thank you as always for listening, and if you're a new listener, welcome! We are so excited to have you here! We are so excited for Season 2, we want to share with you some of the new things that are going to be coming your way this season. First, we have some new segments, starting with Cue the Jingle. This week in the last <laughs> This week in the Lesdom is a place that we can kind of touch base every episode, let you guys know things that are going on with the podcast, things that are going on in our lives, things that are going on in the world in general. And this week's will be a little bit longer than usual because we have so many updates to share. First of all, we have a new theme song you might have noticed at the beginning. Um, so we have some more guitars. Ellie's got some new toys. Yes, I do. <laughs> and we're featuring vocals from our patrons, which we're super excited about in the Let's Hang Out Echoes. Let's Hang Out! Um, we also did an entirely new rebrand. So you're going to be seeing a slightly different logo, some slightly different social media images. Things like that are going to be a little new. And we wanted to say thank you to Jana Heidenreich and Emily Doolittle for their hard work on our new branding. Love you guys. Also, other people that we love, we signed a manager, so we will be working with someone who's going to be booking us some more exclusive interviews for all of you. And she's also going to be booking us some live shows, which we're very excited about, so we can meet more of you in person. Because that is our favorite thing ever to do, oh, ever. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's like months and months out, but I'm really, really excited. It just gives us something to look forward to. Oh, yeah. And we've also expanded our team, which you can see now on the team page of our website. So we have a bunch of people that are going to be joining us uh, this season. We're excited to have Rebecca Noyes and Jennifer Lee. They're going to be helping us with our YouTube channel. 
We also have Kayla Allen as our video editor. Some of you might know Kayla because she's done videos for us back in season one with our Essentials songs. We also have Emily Doolittle as our graphic designer, and she's made a lot of the shirts on our site already. Which I'm literally wearing one right now. (laughs) (laughs) And we've also just signed with Acast, which is an advertising and hosting platform. So you may start to hear some more ads and sponsored episodes, which we're really excited about because that means we can continue to make this content free for you. Um, We're also going to be doing a big Patreon push for season two. So we are working towards 100 patrons before September 17th. If you don't know uh, what Patreon is, it's a membership platform where you can support us or other creators for as little as $1 a month. That's like nothing. Yeah, 12 bucks a year. Nada. It's like it's like literally nothing. Uh, <laughs> and in return, you would get more exclusive access to the podcast, uh, a lot of other fun perks. And if you become a part of our Patreon family before September 17th, you could get the chance to be featured on one of our episodes. Which is pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. I've been loving interacting with our patrons lately. We just made this new um, Facebook group. So we've gotten to know everyone. And they're from all over. It's crazy. We have people from Sweden, the UK, North Carolina, which is like pretty far. (laughs) Minnesota. It's like another planet. Yeah, it's wild. (laughs) We're also expanding into YouTube, which I am very excited about. Um, So we can make more consistent queer content for you. We're going to be releasing weekly videos on our channel as much as we can. So make sure to subscribe and be the first one to see them. We have so much going on. (laughs) It's so much. I can't. I like I'm so winded from that intro. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. We promise this week in the Lesdom will be shorter in the future. We just have too much to share with you guys. It's been a long summer. We've been working on a lot of stuff. Uh, And we're so, so excited to get started. So we cannot wait to keep doing this with all of you. Let's let's do it. Yeah, let's get in here. All (laughs) right. So I think before we start, we have to say, what is 20 gay teen? If you don't know, if you don't know, if you live under a rock and you haven't heard you, you should get out under the rock. And listen to the podcast. <laughs> Is this the new, like, coming out of the closet? Come out from yeah, under come rock? out from under the rock, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're always named Carol. But 2018 is basically the year 2018, but you just add gay instead of eight. <laughs> because it's the gayest year ever. Because it really is a pretty gay year. Yeah. And so we wanted to take this first episode just to talk about all the amazing things that have happened so far in 2018 and the things that we're excited about coming up. And I feel like we're going to try to organize these by categories. So we're going to start <laughs> with music because that's my favorite part of 2018. Well, we're both we're both music people. Yeah, we're both music people. So like yeah. let's get in there. And of course, we couldn't talk about 2018 without Haley Kiyoko. I mean, of course. Of course who has been termed lesbian Jesus by the masses. People also say that she termed the phrase 2018 because she tweeted it once. Therefore, she did it. I don't know. Yeah. So the world may never know who actually was the first person. But as far as we can tell, she's taking credit, which is fair. It's fine because she's she's a huge part of 2018. (laughs) So I want to talk about... (laughs) Because I actually went to a Haley Kiyoko concert. So jealous. Very, so pretty jealous. recently. Um, and fun fact, le- check out our YouTube series because we recorded a video at the Haley Kiyoko concert. It was pretty fun. 
Spoiler, that's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. But I just think those concerts are hilarious because, okay, before Haley Kyoko went on tour, if you were trying to figure out if someone was gay, I feel like all you have to do is be like, so, like, have you seen the latest Haley Kyoko music video? <laughs> And they're like, who's Haley Kiyoko? And you're like, okay, I have to stay away from you. Or if they're like, oh my God, yes, loved it. You're like, hmm, interesting. Lean in a little closer. Yeah, lean in. So the concert is just like an explosion of that. It was just so many queer women in one space, which are my favorite things to do. So that was like our, it's like our Mecca. Yeah, it was a highlight of my 2018. But let's talk about the, let's talk about Haley Kiyoko music videos. What is, what's your favorite? Um, okay. This is a hard question, but I did really love What I Need, her newest mm-hmm. one with Ke- with Kehlani, just because that makeout. It's, I mean, you just something. There have been quite a few music videos released lately, <clears throat> girls, where, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, girls are kissing. And it was like a freaking hologram kiss. Like, Hailey Kiyoko and Kehlani made out hard running. They, they did that. That was They did that for us, for you and for me and for all of you listening. They did that. And for 2018. Like, and for 2018. They did it. They did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. I mean, also if we're talking old school Haley Kiyoko, Girls Like Girls, it's iconic. It's so good. And the thing I love about Haley Kiyoko is we're just going to like, let's just ta- say Haley Kiyoko is amazing because why not? Is Obviously. that she's a really great director like I'm pretty sure she writes all her music videos and like she just she tells a really good story yeah so like the girls like girls video is such a good story it like almost feels like a movie more than a music video I yeah and that's so I if I had to pick a favorite I think my favorite right now is curious and I agree same thing right like there's a whole story in there but what's funny is the reason I want to talk about curious is I actually love Curious to me as a music video, there's like two things going on, right? There's the half of the music video that's the story of like her at the party with the girl and the new boyfriend and the blah, blah, blah. There's also the other half of it, which is literally just Haley Kyoko lying on the floor with like hot women draped over her, like stroking her body, which I just think is amazing. Because why not? Because why not? And because also like, A, right, that's, like, such a music video thing that happens all the time, like, for no reason, and you never question it when it's just, like, a dude with, like, Lady Candy laying on top of him. (laughs) Lady Candy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, it's Hailey Kyoko, and what I think is amazing is, I, you know, yes, Lesbian Jesus, she's amazing, she's an amazing singer, an amazing performer, but what I also love is there's just something so wonderful about having that type of representation of someone who's just going to really, like, lean in that hard to the lesbian Jesus status. Like, she is not just openly gay. She is, like, openly gay and, like, she's just like, here I am, bitches. Like, take it or leave it. This is what it is. (laughs) And I love that. She's like, I'm openly gay and I will accept the position of lesbian sex (laughs) symbol. Like, and I will lean, like, hard. She has leaned the fuck into that and I am here for it. So that's, that's my take on Curious. Like, I love it. I love that it's just in there for, like, no reason. It's just, it's like, I can do this in a music video, so why not? Why not? Why not? And I feel like also we... (laughs) We could have another episode about Haley Kiyoko. Honestly, I would love to have Haley Kiyoko on the podcast. Ugh. Come on. Gr- come on. A girl can dream. Come on, right? lesbian Jesus. A lesbian podcast can dream. Right? <laughs> so I feel like 
That's enough. That's enough, Haley. Because we gotta get, we gotta keep moving. There's just okay, so much yes. to talk about. Uh, because there's other amazing music things going on in 2018. And oh, this is this is my number one, like by far. <laughs> uh, it's your number one, but you put Haley Kyoko first in the list. I know but... because like she termed the fr- she. It just made know, sense chronologically. Okay. But, They're all number one, you guys, is the point. Yes, 2018, everyone is on this le- <laughs> on this upper level, but, like, let's talk about Janelle Monet. Let's do it. Why not? We should talk about Janelle Monet, because boy has Janelle Monet blessed us in this, the year of our Lord, 2018. <sighs> like, I am hyperventilating right now. <laughs> <laughs> because, number one, I also just, like, Hayley Kiyoko's a good singer, but Janelle Monet's voice is, like... yeah. she's just amazed like she's incredibly talented and I just like freak out when I hear her voice it's so good but besides that she just came out as pansexual Mm -hmm. which is huge and is a huge bump for representation for the pansexual community absolutely because I think like we in the queer community know what pansexual is but outside of it, I feel like people literally still make a joke like, oh, you're into a pan? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they literally are idiots. Uh. So, so, and fun fact, uh, which I think is really interesting, is that, oh my god, and I'm going to forget the exact stat, but it's a huge stat. <laughs> After Janelle Monet came out, the Google search for the word pansexual increased by 3,000%. Wow. Like, that's incredible and such wow. like such a powerful statement to be like because I feel like sometimes we're like oh does it really matter like do do public figures need to come out and of course yeah. like it's on you like you can do whatever you can do whatever you want like it's your own right. sexuality you shouldn't be pressured your, your own choice but there also is something to be said about it really makes an impact yeah like, all of a sudden like your aunt Edith out in you know Minnesota is googling pansexual to learn about. <laughs> exactly. Like it's it it's huge. Like the amount of reach that you can get as a public figure and educating the world is huge. Is huge. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, because I think Janelle Monet is not just uh not just an amazing singer. I mean, she's also uh an actress. You know, and so all of a sudden you have all these people who know her from a variety of different things. You know, so. So suddenly someone's going, oh my god, I saw her in Hidden Figures, she came out as pansexual, what does it mean? And mm-hmm. now they're learning. Yes, you know? which is amazing. All right. Yeah, and that's also awesome that it's Google and people are taking it on themselves to like educate themselves about it. So Yeah, it's amazing. Excellent. But speaking of her music, we obviously have to talk about the way you make me feel music video. Oh. <gasps> like, I mean, I love... The day that dropped... <laughs> Janelle Monet's arc, like this, <laughs> someone needs to make a movie about this year in Janelle Monet's life, like yes. just this year. Because not only did she come out, I feel like she like slow burned us. Yeah, she slow burned her coming out, and it was amazing. Yeah, we were like, is she, she is right? Like, right. She's, and I mean, I think before this, she was open about being more fluid. I think she yes. she said she didn't want to define herself or something like that. She hadn't labeled at all. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's not like she was like, I'm straight. And we were all like, oh my God, she's not. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she hadn't said anything kind of concrete, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that video drops. And of course we are all watching it, uh, 80 
five times that day. You know, you're just like looping it on repeat and we're all watching it going, oh my God, could this be any gayer? If you, like, yes. I, and no. I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's amazing. And it's also like huge for bisexual representation because it's a bisexual music yeah. video. So she, for any of you who have not seen the video, she, and she is dancing with uh, a man and a woman, both ridiculously attractive human beings. Yeah. Um, hey, Tessa Thompson. And sort of, yeah. <laughs> hey, Tessa Thompson, we see you and we will be talking about you <laughs> right now, to be real. Um, but yeah, so this was one of the also pivotal, this was one of the also pivotal moments in the Janelle Monet Tessa Thompson saga of this year, where yeah. there has been speculation for a while about Janelle Speculation, Monet. hopes, dreams. Dreams. You know, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. We all have wanted Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson to be together in this beautiful <laughs> bliss. And this music video was just like, okay, yeah, they're so hot together. There's some serious chemistry there. And same thing, slow burn here again. Then finally. Yeah. Tess- well, oh. there's... There's the way you make me feel. They drop the pink video. They start dropping like little teaser clips of the the whole film, and you know, ever people are picking out like the still frames from like one one shot of the film of them on the beach together, going, "Oh my god, you guys, look at this! They're totally together. They're totally together." Yep. Uh, just waiting, waiting, waiting. I mean, it was it was crazy. It was wild. And then finally, Tessa Thompson publicly comes out and says that she is with Janelle Monae. Uh, praise <sighs> lesbian Jesus, who we just talked about. <laughs> Honestly, like, that was a day. That was a it day. Was, it's been a lot of days. This is, yeah, this is why we're doing a 2018 episode, you guys, because there's so there's, there's been some days. There have been some days, and it's just like, <laughs> I want to cry. I think I might cry right now. Like, it was just so beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy for myself that I get to see them. <laughs> it was beautiful. They're beautiful. Everything's beautiful. It's great. Yeah, so Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson, like, just thank you for <laughs> everything that you have done this year. From the bottom of our little gay hearts. From the bottom of our little gay hearts. Thank you. <laughs> oh, all right. So then we have to talk about uh, another... Uh, queer pairing, yeah, in the music world, and that is they never end. Demi Lovato and Kehlani, Whew. because all right, Demi also love Demi. So I'm, I just I love her. I am <laughs> I love her. Uh, Demi came out as bisexual this year in her documentary, uh-huh. right? Then yeah. Kehlani opened for her on the tour, which I am so upset that I couldn't go to that tour. Because what a uh, what a phenomenal pairing, and we get additionally blessed with them making out on stage on a bed. Oh my god! Same thing. That God, that was a day. That was that, a day when that video came out. When people started sharing that on on the social medias. That was a day. I mean, and at this point too, I think we we do need to give Kehlani some space as well. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. she is also a queer icon. She's been very public about her sexuality from the beginning. Um, Honey is just, like, one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like she is she's climbing her way up there, and I just cannot wait. Till, she's bringing it. Till she is, like, the household name, too, because she's yeah. incredible. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, we need we need to fly through the rest of our music section because we're not going to get to anything. I know, I know. <laughs> it, this, yeah, we have such a long list of 20 There's so many again. things, people. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so super quickly, let me just talk about Tovlo's Bitches' new music okay. video. Have you seen it? I haven't. Okay, so here's the problem. I, I have been the person living under a rock this summer because yeah, know, we've been on hiatus so I can... Uh, take care of a baby. And so I, I have missed a lot of stuff, so I have not seen it yet, and I'm going to go check it out as soon as we finish recording. All right, so you have to check it out. I'm just going to give you paint, a quick synopsis, okay? Toflo and all of the other women in her music video teach a heterosexual male how to give his, give his girlfriend's head. <laughs> oh, good. They should. In the most dramatic, like, weird, kinky sex dungeon type of way. <laughs> uh, it's, Does it work? It's amazing. No, oh, I, I loved it. I watch it on repeat. Just watch it. That's all Take I'm going to say. Thank Take you. Up some tips. Also, Fine. thank you, Tovlo, for that. And I guess men, this means... Men, check it out, maybe. Uh, yeah, men, check it out. Help yourself. Okay. <laughs> help help your ladies excellent that's all yeah there's so much all right we're gonna move into our movie section i feel like we have to mention love simon even though to be real i haven't seen it and i haven't seen it so we have very little to say about it but, <laughs> but we should mention it <laughs> so i'm really sorry that i haven't seen it on the list but amazing to have a mainstream movie with such bo- box office success yeah. About a gay coming out story that was treated like a normal high school movie and not so, like, overly dramatic and everything. From what I have heard. I can't yeah. say too much about it, but we still want to mention it because it's important. But I do want to talk about the miseducation of Cameron Post because I'm more excited about that film. Yeah. And have you seen the trailer? Uh, I have seen the trailer. Okay, yes. so I've seen the trailer. I have not seen the movie. It just came out yes. yesterday. I, I feel like I should give, well, yeah, because we're recording this a little earlier. Yes. Uh, I feel like I should give a heavy disclaimer of, like, every movie we talk about, I have not seen, because I have not left my house in, like, two months. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So, I've seen so a I few. I have seen nothing. I've seen a few. Okay. So, we can just, at least talk about I'm just here for that. color commentary and to make Ellie feel like she's less alone. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not alone. Um, I'm here. I'm here But for you. I'm really excited about the miseducation of Cameron Post. It looks like a less campy, but I'm a cheerleader, so I'm really into it. It's basically because <coughs> we might have some feelings about better material. Yes, and we will be talking about that very, very soon. All right, sorry to plow through this, but this was a day. Ocean's Eight. <laughs> it started when they released like the poster, right? So they released the poster with the picture of all of them. I think that came right before the trailer, and immediately you had all these dudes, like dude bros online, losing their shit. Why do we need an Oceans remake? Why do we need to do everything with women? Why do we have to make everything PC? And on the other side, you had the entire queer world just losing (laughs) their minds. (laughs) Because it is a... I mean, the cast is amazing. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would have settled for Oceans 2 (laughs) with... uh, Which which two, Ellie? Which two? uh, Who do you think? I mean... Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett. (laughs) <laughs> uh but then sa- that i would have left out sarah paulson so um oh that's r- oh okay. so true Ocean- see it's how do you it's honestly it? it's you're right oceans eight we needed it and it's okay. not an actually gay film so we're definitely doing a should have been gay on this oh god yes but uh like we said 
Under a Rock. Lee has to see the movie before we can talk about it. I, I, I have to see everything. It's so bad. But I will say, what I want to say about Ocean's 8 is, because I actually saw something. We, I, I know we're past Love, Simon, but I'm going to bring Love, Simon back up. Because I read what I think is like the worst article about Love, Simon, where they were saying, you know, do we need Love, Simon? Oh, and their God. whole take was, you know, oh, gay people are so much more accepted these days. It's so much easier for teenagers to come out. Do we need, do you need this movie? Right. And I think that you get the same response from all of the guys who were very upset that we're remaking the Oceans franchise full of women. Uh, And the answer is, fuck, yes, we need these movies, right? Absolutely. We live in this world right now where everything is a remake, a sequel, a reboot. Everything is sort of derivative. And the truth of the matter is, if you're going to remake movies that already exist, all I want is to see them done with women or with queer people, uh, because that's what I want to see. I want to see myself on screen, right? Representation matters. matters. So, yes, absolutely I want an Oceans movie done with all women. That's all I want to see. I want to see women doing bank heists. I want to see women falling in love. I want to see cheesy rom-coms with queer people, with minorities, with non-binary people. That's, I think, the next big frontier is I want, like, a major non-binary character in like a feature film or in a TV series, you know, but yes, yes, I want to see them. And yes, we need those movies. So yeah, I need to see Ocean's 8. I know it should have been gay. We'll get there. Uh, Great rant. Great rant. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't gotten to rant on this podcast for the whole summer. I have a lot of things built up. I have emotions that need to come out. I know. I also feel like I want to share at this point that (laughs) sometimes actually like all the time, me and Lee are in pretty constant (laughs) communication and sometimes Lee will just say to me, oh, I have something to tell you, but I have to wait and literally yeah, wait till we're in front of a microphone <laughs> to tell me. So there's a lot of pent up stuff here. I just told Ellie before we started recording that I have a story that I want to tell her that has to do with our our, our next Los Essentials movies, uh, not But I'm a Cheerleader, which is the, the one that we're going to be recording soon, but the one after that, which means I have a story that I'm not going to get to tell her for like months. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid, but I have to hold on to it because I want her to hear it for the first time on the podcast with you guys when you all hear it. So that's, these are the sacrifices we make for you, our (laughs) our listeners that we love. (laughs) Lee's going to have a heart attack because she's holding all the gay in. I, I, it's tough. It's really tough. It just leaks out sometimes. Sometimes it leaks out. I like that. (laughs) Sounds sort of gross, but also agreed. Yeah, well. It's fine. All right, our next gay film we have to talk about is Disobedience. Yes, which I also haven't seen, but already have a lot of emotions about. (laughs) Yes, uh, I did see it. Um, I saw it in Boston at a special showing. I will say, I don't know. Okay, unpopular opinion, but I feel like I should still say my opinion. Okay, drama. Do we need like a drama? Yeah, drama jingle. jingle. (laughs) I liked it, but I didn't love it. Okay. In that it was a great movie, but I don't feel like I need to see it again. Mm, interesting. Um, so I, what I think was great about it is the representation, because it's a completely different story than we've seen, right? Of yeah. this um, Orthodox Jewish community. And it's like pretty, it's, that is still, it's pretty realistic. Like this is a real thing that could happen and all this kind of stuff. Um, I also felt like the sex scene, controversial, was just very confusing to me because I loved it and I also hated it. (laughs) Yeah. 
and you haven't seen the sex scene, but I, I no, I mean, I obviously I heard know of a it. lot about it. Yes, I I have seen many responses and discussions and a lot a lot of feelings about this sex scene. Yes, because it was really like I was really into it. It starts off and they're like touching each other. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm into it, like, like pretty realistic, like, I like this, this is, like, seems like real lesbian sex, ooh, uh, ooh, right. cool. Then all of a sudden, this part in the middle, which myself and my girlfriend, just dropping that in there, um, <laughs> call baby birding, <laughs> where... <laughs> Is that the technical term? That's the, uh, is that the Urban Dictionary the urban, term? Yeah, the it? Urban Dictionary term is called baby birding. Okay, great. Um, yeah. Where Rachel. One of, one of the Rachels. Rachel over Rachel. Spits into the other Rachel's mouth. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, I'm not. We don't want to yuck anyone's yum. I don't want to yuck anyone's her. yum. But for me, it was a turnoff. That's all I'm saying. And also has led to a lot of times of my girlfriend trying to baby bird me, which I don't appreciate. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you just not only dropped that you have a girlfriend very casually, but also now are like, and here's intimate details of of our sex life together. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll cut that (laughs) out. We went from zero to 100 real fast. (laughs) Okay, it's a joke when she does it. Just a heads up. Not real, but... Um, no, but I, I've seen a lot of things about that, and I th- it's always interesting to me. I know I've seen some things with, again, one of the Rachels uh, talking about, you know, the the close set aspect of it, some of, you know, how they gave them a little free reign um, to kind of direct and, and choreograph themselves to mm-hmm. a certain extent. But then you always wonder, where I'm like, did you get input from lesbians or any women who have sex with other women? Um, you know, it's always interesting to me to, because, and I think it's because I've had, you've had so, I'm sure all of us have had so many conversations, especially when you're first coming out and if you came out younger, like in college and stuff, that you always have those conversations with your friends who are like, so how does lesbian sex even work? Yeah. You know? So straight women don't seem to have a really firm grasp of what takes place in the bedroom with two women. So I'm always curious, like, who actually chimed in? Like, did they get, you know, expert input on... Choreographing this scene. Anyways, I'm I'm going off on a, a tangent yeah. again. It's fine. Baby it was, birding. But yeah, baby birding. But <laughs> Baby like, birding bes- is the takeaway. Besides that, it, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I guess it still was realistic. So in, in that in that sense, like, good good on you. It was a realis- realistic lesbian sex scene. And for those two characters, clearly that's something that they enjoy doing together. So, like, I'm not going to say it was it was good representation, yeah, but, it but it's just, an interesting, it's an interesting way to, it's an interesting thing to throw in there. But you know, yeah. Just kind of out of the blue, like, because I feel like a lot of people are going to see that sex scene because it was such a major movie. I think a lot of people are going to see that and then assume, oh, this is like typical lesbian behavior. <laughs> Every yeah. lesbian spits in the other right. lesbian's mouth. All lesbians are into baby birding, which I'm going <laughs> to say is probably a little bit of a, of a you know, inaccurate yeah. generalization. If you are into baby birding, it's okay. More power to you guys. But it just wasn't for me. That's all. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. 
With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Yeah. All right, now we have to talk about another super influential gay film of the year. Yes. Which is Call Me By Your Name, which you have not seen either. I've seen none of these movies. That's okay. Um, I don't leave my house anymore. I watched Call Me By Your Name on an airplane, which I feel like oh God. is like the nice. best place to watch gay movies. Was it edited? Did they edit stuff out? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. No, no. Def- Excellent. Yeah. It was all very graphic. Everything <laughs> everything that they did, they they left in there. Were you sitting next to, like, a stodgy, middle-aged white dude? Yeah, for sure. Excellent. Um, but, you know, I was I was in it, and I also cried my eyes out. Yeah, which seems to be a common, common response. It's it emotional, was, from what I hear. Yeah, it's there's a speech by the father at the end, basically about, like, loving someone is never a waste, you know? Like, I don't yeah. want to give any spoilers, but it's, like, t- it's... A tumultuous time in their relationship. It's when the father basically tells his son that he knows about his relationship and also, like, gives this whole speech about how, like, loving someone with all your heart is, like, not an easy thing to do and he did it and... I'm gonna start crying right now. It's beautiful. Exactly. And I just... Yeah. uh, So I was crying on an airplane (laughs) (laughs) next to some random dude. Which is the best place to cry. Yeah, right? Beautiful, beautiful film, but it's also the same thing. Maybe it's just a personal thing for me where I'm like, that's a really good movie, but I don't need to see it again. I feel like I feel that way about a lot of very well done, beautiful films. Like I love watching like stupid comedies over and over and over, but like those like super dramatic, really intense movies. I'm like, saw it once, loved it, but probably won't see it again. You know, kind of it has that specific time and place where you know you have to be in the right mood to watch those sometimes yeah um this is a completely different type of movie the next movie i'm about to talk about which i think is so funny but the movie blockers which is a comedy have you heard of it i have but i didn't even know it had a gay story yeah so that's the cool thing about it is they sort of just like dropped it in like and it made sense for the film snuck it in I saw this post the other day where someone was like, if you're going to have queer characters in your TV show or movies, like, good for you, but, like, don't brag about it in your press tour. Like, I want I want yeah. there to be a day where, like, it's obviously an important part of the movie, but, like, don't use it as part of your, like, right. PR campaign. 
And so I think that's what's really awesome about blockers is that they didn't really they didn't use it as part of their PR campaign. They weren't like this is a gay thing, but yeah. the parents are trying to stop their kids from having sex. That's the whole point of it. And yeah. one of the parents, his motivation for stopping his daughter from having sex is because he thinks she's a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and I mean, spoiler alert, she is a lesbian, but she's not out. And he's like, I want to stop her from having an unwanted heterosexual experience before she comes out. <laughs> like, that's the whole point. Aw, that's adorable. And it was so cute and took me by surprise because I was really not expecting it. I was like, oh, funny movie. Cool. I loved it. Like, it was yeah. such a such a different take on that, right? And then there's, there is a whole speech where he's, like, trying to stop her from having sex and... He tells her, like, how much he loves her and, like, that it's okay that she's gay and that he he doesn't want her to be a lesbian who's had sex with a man or whatever. It's, like, yeah. it's such a, like, interestingly put... A-plus dad who wants to have, you know, sex with... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> some people do, it's okay, but... I know, but you and I, for you and I, Ellie. Yes, uh, but yeah, I do accurate. appreciate that, like, if... Way, way to go, dad. Sex positive, but, you know. Yeah, he's but, like, just make sure you have sex with a woman. Sexuality. <laughs> a plus parenting right there. I really loved that and uh, thought it was a really cute storyline. So I thought it was worth mentioning. Absolutely. Uh, I think that rounds out the list of movies that I have not seen and just spent way too much time talking about. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, gosh. So now we're going to get into TV, which is going to get us even more crazy. I know. And I feel like we should try to run through these. We tried to pick the big ones. I I know we're missing things. There's so much that more than we can even cover. There's so much more than we even have time to keep up with these days. It's been ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Which is amazing. Like, that's the whole point of what we're saying. Give us more representation so we yes. can pick and choose what we want to watch. So we're not like, okay, yep. and there were four lesbian characters on TV this year. So that's all we can talk about. Right. Yep. Um, so we we are going to run through a little bit of, you know, things that you might know about, things that you might not know about in terms of queer rep on our TV screens. Um, starting with a big one this season was Black Lightning because we had uh, a lesbian superhero with a girlfriend. Again, you had a, an established queer character, which I always love. Yep. And we had not just a lesbian superhero, but a black lesbian superhero, which is a huge deal. Um, so that was super cool and super awesome to see as a storyline. Oh, yeah. And then speaking of lesbian superheroes, this is in the future, but there's been a lot of talk lately about Batwoman. And yes. Batwoman is going to be our the first lesbian title character superhero. Woohoo! Which is amazing. And what's also super great about it is that Greg Berlanti, who's one of the producers, really wants to cast a queer actress. Yes, which, which is huge. We're always talking about, like, yeah. have queer people represent themselves because they can tell their story more authentically. Please, please, super please. Super excited to see who they cast and to see where that goes. Yeah, and there have been a bunch of names being thrown out, like some of our favorites, obviously, Natasha and Elise and some other yeah. queer actresses. Super pumped about it. And yeah, I'm I'm just excited to see who it is. Yeah. I'm also like, how do I get in the, on that casting call? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Batwoman is a redhead. <laughs> Ellie's like, Ellie's like, I'm super excited to see who it is. Fun fact, it's I act, me. But I mean... <laughs> Fun fact, I have no clue who it is because my agent won't let me say. Like, let me say. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. 
Um, I do think I'm probably going to dress up as Batwoman for Halloween this year. I've like yes. already decided. Oh my god! Either that or nice. Poison Ivy. I'm just like really feeling that Oof. like either I'm good or I'm bad, but I'm some sort of yeah, excellent. Of I love it. Yeah, we can't wait to see it. You know, we're going to get a million like Instagram photos and stories. So oh yeah, it's gonna be great. Okay. Um, and then of course the new season of Orange is the New Black came out. Which I which also you haven't also seen. haven't seen, which is fine. I just want to keep my I just want to keep my streak going. Of I have no idea what's happening in queer culture. It's so good that I have a podcast for this. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to get back into it, Lee. It's okay. I'm, it's I'm okay. crushing it, you guys. I'm yeah. crushing it. Lee has a baby that is pretty much always either awake or napping, but barely, right? Yeah, or eating, or, or eating, or doing something. It's, they, they're just there a lot of work when they're little. She's getting there. We're getting there. One of these days, pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. Baby will be watching all the gay things with you. Oh God, yeah. She's gonna be steeped in queer <laughs> rep and culture. It's gonna be great. <laughs> She's gonna be like, wait, straight people exist. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping to keep it from her until like maybe high school. Mm, you know? and then yeah, we'll break it to her gently. Gently. Yeah, <laughs> but I do want to just really quickly mention Orange is, Orange is a New Black because this season there was a new lesbian character named Daddy, <laughs> <laughs> which is just amazing. Like, come on, people! Yeah. But I, I will say, I was like, Daddy, that's ridiculous. And then I was sort of attract. I was pretty attracted to them. You were into it, like, yeah, they're pretty hot. So it's like, yeah. mm, okay, Daddy, I see and, it, and it's. I mean, the timing is great. Daddy culture is a big thing right now, so... Yeah, it was big. And, of course... So why not? Piper and Alex get married. Big deal. Spoiler alert. I haven't watched the season yet, but that's cool. I'm looking forward oh, to it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but... Spoiler, okay. spoiler. But they've been engaged. Like, it's not really that wild yeah. of a spoiler. Um, so we have a cute little lesbian wedding in the prison, which is cute. Everyone loves a lesbian wedding. Right? This is not lesbians, but to keep us trucking along, we have to talk about Queer Eye. Queer, I mean, queer rep in general, I think, how do you leave Queer Eye off the list of 2018? You cannot. It's back. It's back, and it's so great. It's back and better than ever. I love Queer Eye. I, yet another show that I just, like, binge with my girlfriend. How many times can Ellie say girlfriend in this episode? We're gonna keep count. We should have, like, a little, uh, a tracker. Yeah, we should. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. But I love it. It's amazing. I know you all love it. And even more exciting, there is a lesbian version of Queer Eye coming out. Butch Pal for the straight gal. They have completed their Kickstarter funding. Amazing. And we are so stoked. I'm excited to see what's up for them. Maybe we'll even have them on the podcast. We will see. Yes, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Do you know, do you know Cheryl and Tony? I know, yes, I know Cheryl and Tony. I don't watch Riverdale. I read the recaps of Riverdale and I watch a lot of the clips. So I'm familiar with Cheryl and Tony. So, of course, we have to talk about Cheryl and Tony. Uh, Shoney. Um, I love ship names. I, I love ship that. names as well. Yes. And the <laughs> one of the main pieces of content that I've watched from them is the musical episode of Riverdale. So, yes, I love it. And I think someone just released a, a queered version of that, right? With uh, with Brittany Ashley in it, I think. Oh my gosh, I need to watch it. Yeah, you should look it up. So there you go. So lots of things happening on Riverdale. Uh, there's also, how can we not mention Winona <sighs> Earp 
which is back for its third season right now, but already announced at Comic-Con this year, season four. Yeah, because ballers. Because we're all ballers, and we know how to get shit renewed. Which, not only Winona Earp renewed, but also Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which had been canceled by Fox and was picked up, I mean, what, the next day? Yeah. Just about uh, by NBC, picked it up for season six. It will be coming back. That's huge, obviously, uh, because Stephanie Beatrice... Um, who is bisexual herself and plays bisexual Detective Rosa Diaz. So it's always huge to keep bisexual rep on our screens because it is even harder to come by sometimes uh, than lesbian or gay representation. So there you go. Wow. So much TV. Queer fans, you guys. We get get shit done. We get shit done. (sighs) (sighs) Okay. Do we have time? Can we fly through through a couple other things? Yeah, we got to get through a few more things. Here we go. Okay. So, we would be remiss. I felt like yes. I needed to use the word remiss right there. It was very fancy. Was we great. would be remiss to I not talk it. about some Ooh, of... say it again. We would be remiss. Ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to not talk about some of, the, some of the athletes from this year who have been huge for queer representation. Um, specifically, Adam Rapon, who is an American figure skater in the Olympics... Gay, 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 gay little boy. As the day is long. I oh, mean, and so cute. When we talk about people who lean into their, uh, lean into their gay, yeah, Leaned. he absolutely does. But he, he is. He's adorable, amazing, and such great representation for our community. So just yeah. want to mention him, and then also Gus Kenworthy, who kissed his boyfriend. But it was the sweetest thing. And uh, ever, yeah, and it's so it is so important. I think he he wrote in. Uh, about the, he wrote about the kiss that he wished that when he was a kid, he was watching the Olympics and saw one of his inspirations yeah. kissing their partner. So I think yeah. it is a really important uh, moment and a really beautiful representation for our community. So it is, and also Gus Kenworthy is great because um, I mean, not to not to downplay Adam Rapon in any way, but I think that when people see figure skaters who are gay. And they go, oh, yeah, sure, girly figure skating. Of course you mm-hmm. can. But, um, but I love that Gus Kenworthy does what is such a dude bro sport and is so also comfortably openly gay as well so that people can see, you know, gay, it does not necessarily imply anything about uh, what you're into or what you're good at or, you know, things like that. I think it's good to, to see that there is um, a broader world of all us queers. We do lots of stuff and we like different things and we're... We're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> we really are. We really are. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah, well, and then we also have to talk about, of course, Nanette. Yes, which we're moving out of sports now. <laughs> Not that I don't want to see Hannah Gatsby uh, do figure skating or uh, what does Gus Kenworthy do? It's it's ski cross or ski or something. I don't remember what it's called. I'm bad at all the names of all. There's so many new cool Olympics things these days, but I would love to see Hannah Gadsby do that. But out of the sports world into the comedy special uh, on Netflix. If you have not watched Nanette, it is this is look, I have seen something. I have watched Nanette and it is amazing and everyone should see it. Hannah Gadsby just really, really breaks down uh, a lot of I don't want to say tropes. I want to say breaks through a lot of traditional comedy techniques to explain why they're used and why uh, why they can be hurtful in a lot of ways 
um, both for people at the community level and I think also individually for the people either making those jokes um, or telling those stories. It's just, it's really interesting. It's really thought-provoking. She does a beautiful job. It's also very funny at the same time. It's kind of like a comedy TED Talk, and it's great. Yeah, and we I feel like we also, while we're talking about comedy, do need to mention Cameron Esposito's latest comedy release, which is Rape Jokes. Which, yes. Yeah, which is also really powerful. Um, so I think it's really important for us to all check that out. Is that also is that on Netflix too? Where is that? Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix actually. I think she just released it herself. Yeah, but you can actually you can find it on PBS.org. Oh, great! Yeah, so check that out. There is just so much twenty g- <laughs> guys. We could talk about twenty eighteen for three hours. <laughs> We're trying not to. But it is also really exciting to me. So I just want to say how excited I am that we've had all of this representation just this year. And I really think 2019, I don't know what we can call it, but I think it will be gay too. You know? Yeah, we need to come up with a a gay name for 2019. 29 Queen. (laughs) 29 Queen. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're gonna... We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But I guess that's the end of our episode. So we know what this brings us into. (gasps) What is it time for? Our Q and gay. Q. 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 And gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So this week, I'm going to be asking Lee some questions. So here we go. You ready, Lee? I'm ready. Speaking of Queer Eye, who is your favorite of the Fab Five? Anthony? Tan? Jonathan, Bobby, or Karamo? Okay, I'm going to have to say we have been doing a lot of work on our house this year. So I'm going to go with Bobby. Good choice, good choice. I think, and we're going to have to figure out how to put that on the Twitter because there's five of them and we can only have four choices, but we'll work it out. Yeah, one of them can be like one human being, but that's so hard to do. They're all so different. (laughs) They're all so different. I would just take Anthony off, but I know people like him. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll start with an open poll of, like, who do you think should go? Who, yeah, who are we kicking off the the Fab Five Island? We'll just, we'll we'll roll a a die or something. We'll We'll figure it out. Okay, question number two. What is your favorite moment of 2018? A, Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson. B, Expectations Tour. C, Disobedience Release. Or D, Les Hangout Season 2. Oh, man. Gotta gotta bring it around with that last one, huh? I mean, I was gonna say Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson because, I mean, come on. Come on, world. It was crazy. But oh. I'm gonna say, personally, my favorite moment of 2018 so far is getting season two started, getting it out there. I'm super pumped for everything that's coming up. Good choice, Lee. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go Qu- me. Pat on the back. <laughs> Question three. Your favorite Hailey Kiyoko music video out of the following. Curious, Girls Like Girls, Sleepover, and What I Need. I am going to say I think I think Curious. I just think there's something so, so fantastic about how over the top she is in that video. A, a I love this story. I love music videos that are like, here's a story happening. Um, as opposed to just like, here's, you know, weird, like me in water, like, 
Yeah, I'm and you're like, why? Uh, like, there's a what, weird hologram of Cardi B. Yeah, there's a bird, and you're what like, the- why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, a, I love, st- I love when music videos actually have like a, a story going on in them, um, and I just, I love, I love that she's just like, bam, here I am, I'm in your face, being gay with all of these women just fawning over me, oh, yeah. and st- stroking me adoringly, gay sex it. symbol. Great. We need more of that. Agreed. All right, and this is a pretty obvious answer, but, well, I don't know, is it? Do you think that 2018 is our best year yet, yes or no? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I think 20, I think 2018 has been uh, a huge improvement over the past couple of years, for sure. Uh, I mean, I think 2016 was rough. 2016 yeah, was 2016, rough on lesbians. Oh, my God. Um, I think 2018 for the gay community, there's been a, there's a lot going on this year. There's been a lot. Um, it's not perfect, mm-hmm. you know, but I think, I think it's doing, I think it's doing pretty good. It, best year yet. I mean, I don't know. Why not? Let's give it, let's give All it right. to it All and right. see what happens. What do you got left for us? 2018. <laughs> to Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. But gay. <laughs> That's what we have left in 2018. <laughs> God, I hope so. Please. <laughs> and remember, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q and Gay questions on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. And we are super excited to introduce another new segment. Oh, new my. segments everywhere. New segments galore and new jingles galore. Oh my god! This one, I, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you can't. I think the problem is Ellie keeps letting me write jingles, and it's they're just getting. Is more it a and problem? I, I have no excuse. It's sort of great. <laughs> <laughs> so this new segment we are so excited to introduce is called Hip Hip We're Gay. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. All right. And Hip Hip We're Gay is going to be a new segment where we shout out some of our favorite things and people. We've just been hearing so much from you and building our community, and we want to shout out some of our favorite listeners for each episode. Starting with Jess, who wrote us this, I'm going to say a novel. Can we call it a novel? Mm, Yes, it It will be published next year. Novel. (laughs) (laughs) Under a pseudonym, I'm sure. But yes, uh, we're going to find an editor. We're going to get it out there. It's going to be great. (laughs) Um, we just wanted to say we loved your email, Jess. Uh, it made us both so happy to read it. We are so glad that the podcast has uh, meant so much to you and that it's helped um, with some of the stuff that, that you've been going through that made us really happy. Yes. And we want to give the biggest shout out to Aaron. Oh, my God, Aaron. Aaron, for probably the past few months or so. I think yeah. since our should have been gay pitch perfect episode, they have emailed us completely detailed responses to every single episode and we love reading them sometimes it takes me a little while to get back because i just want to make sure i get every (laughs) single point there's so much in there there's Um, so much but every week i look forward to hearing from aaron so we just wanted to say thank you to you aaron for always chatting with us and giving your thoughts about our episodes keep it up we love it uh, we also introduced a new Patreon tier, uh, which is our Lesbian Jesus tier. Shout out to Haley Kiyoko. So accurate because these are people that we are just so, so thankful for. Uh, and so we want to shout out Amy and Ellen. Which we all love. We know Amy and Ellen. Our OG faves. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla Kelly, who was featured on one of our episodes last season. 
Yeah. And Lizette Stye. I hope I'm saying your name right. If it's wrong, please let us know. Um, we just want to say thank you to you guys, especially. We could not keep doing this without without all of you and without all of our patrons. You can find us on all the social medias at Les Hangout Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can send us an email at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. And make sure that you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when there's new episodes coming out. And we're also going to be posting every Wednesday on our YouTube channel this season, which we're really excited about. Our first video of season two out this week. So make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. Woohoo! You can support the podcast in a bunch of different ways. If you want to become a patron supporter, you can check us out on bit.ly slash lespatreon. We are super excited about season two and we're really trying to get our Patreon numbers up. If you become a Patreon before September 17th, you will be entered in a drawing to be featured in a Season 2 episode. And if you want to show your support and get some merch, you can find us on bit.ly slash lesshop. If you want to follow us individually, the best place to find me is on Instagram and on Twitter at LSH Foster. And the best place to find me is on Instagram and Twitter at Ellie Brigida. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out. out.